everyone. Welcome back to the Family Reunion Podcast. We're on episode 11 now. Um, Yeah, this is really exciting. I hope everyone enjoyed last week's ep. I know I did. Now it's, it's just too. back to the two of us. We're back yeah, to sorry to disappoint, guys. Yeah. Just us. Just no us. special guests. Shout out Aunt Jeannie for a great 10th episode. Yeah, that was really fun. It was just a lovely chat, and it was so easy to edit. I told you guys this. I just was like, I'm just sitting here listening to a conversation. We didn't get off on any weird tangents about the weather. Thank God. Any other weird shit. We should never be allowed to talk about the weather again. There wasn't any R-rated first and last name drop content that I had to make sure to not put in there so it was great it was a breeze um and I'm excited to do more interviews I think that was a good one to kind of you know be the first one to get it out of our system the only people that I've told that we're doing a podcast are like my college friends my like current friends at grad school have no idea. In fact, everyone was at my apartment. So funny. And they have no idea. Everyone was at my apartment on Saturday. They came back. It was like 2 a.m. And we're all like sitting here. And they see my mic on the ground. And they're like, why do you have this? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I just like do. I don't know. They're like, what do you like have a podcast or something? And I go, Shut yeah, and it's really them. successful. And it's really successful. And I make millions. And then we just moved on. Oh my god, you have to tell them. I think I'll I think I'll drop the bomb during our Europe trip. Oh yeah, we're gonna have to do we're gonna have to do some long distance podcasting <laughs> when you're in Europe. Oh my god. <laughs> that would be actually really that would be I'd love to do you're just on the plane Europe. with your mic. You're like, hey guys, from Europe segment. We're about to take off, and we're going to Ibiza. Jack and Mitch can be um special guests. Yeah, I don't, I I don't hide it from people. Oh, (laughs) I told a few people, and then like it's like come up before, like with my roommates. They're like. I heard you talking for like two hours today and I'm like oh I have a podcast with my cousin yeah so I just like don't know how I guess that was like kind of the perfect opportunity to tell yeah that (laughs) one but I just like don't really know what to say about it because also what if I want to talk about them behind their back Um, we could just start using like pseudonyms true yeah, like I'll tell them eventually. Like I I mean my college friends like listen and they know. And shout out to them. Shout out shout to the out, West <laughs> Shout crowd. out to all of them. Shout out to my my West Lib. I'll tell them soon. Maybe that'll be their graduation present. Hey guys, I have a podcast and I've talked about you all. All right. Well, should we get into our pop culture moment of the week before we get into so. this? Yeah, let's do it. Do you have one off the off the top of your head. I do have one. And Go ahead. I'm upset about it. It's depressing. Oh, okay. I feel like my childhood is officially over. And Jeez. that is the fact that Brandon Crawford has signed. Oh, okay. 
I'm actually really glad you brought this up because what the actual hell I was just on Instagram like a couple hours ago and I just saw this I'm devastated as as you should be as we all should be he was the last remaining he wasn't even in the 2010 world series he was in the stands in the 2010 he's OG and he was in the on the team on the field for 2012 and 14 he's the last one he is an OG. And yeah, I'm just upset about it. I he's like one of my players that I actually, you know, know and like watch yeah. and care about. Same. And now he's going to Missouri. And what so, the hell? No, and I have a lot of questions because he has I like do five kids or six kids now. And they're in schools and they live in Arizona. Because that's where they do, like, that's where the Giants do their off-season. So the family lives in, like, a huge-ass house in Arizona. So I'm like, like, it's the middle of the school year right now. Like, I guess they'll probably... uprooting the whole family to the middle of the country? Well, I guess, like, they'll probably finish out the year in Arizona. Because it's, like, summer is relatively soon. Right. But I'm also like, what about next year? Where are where's the Cardinals off season? Like where is their training facilities? Like Texas, you're just like are are the kids gonna move schools? Like they're from he's from the Bay Area. Him and his wife are from the Bay Area. So I'm like, are you just gonna up and leave? Like I have a lot of Apparently, questions. I want to speak to them. I do too. How can we get Brandon Crawford on the podcast? <laughs> that would be crazy. I actually don't even know what I'd say to him. Yeah, yeah no, that's I was, mine. I was pretty thrown to see that um, when I opened Instagram earlier. We'll see. I'm excited for baseball season to start. Me and too. now that I actually live near the Giants again, I can go to games this year. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. But this I, was really not I really good miss news. going to Giants games. I haven't been to one in a hot sec now. Uh, anyway, what's yours? Mine is The Bachelor. Okay. Just overall, this season has been one of the best seasons in a really long time. And this is the guy who thought that what's her face was what's her face. Yes, <laughs> correct. That is this guy. He thought that who was it? Yeah. Gypsy Rose Blanchard was, was Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh yeah. Okay. I um, that's even worse. I thought he. Or vice versa, one of the two. He was mixing. No, up, I think. Yeah, he was mixing up Ruth Bader saw, Ginsburg and Gypsy Rose. Yeah, I think he saw a picture of Gypsy Rose and said that that's Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> you know, names are hard sometimes. Bar the bar is in hell. The this is the epitome of the bar being. Yeah, hell. and it's just like he also said that like Malta was like an old school vibe, and I just thought that was really funny. Um, he's just okay. a funny guy. I applied to this season of The Bachelor. Oh my god! Obviously, I didn't get on. You didn't? and you know now that I'm watching, I'm like, twenty three year olds shouldn't be allowed to go on The Bachelor. There was a girl I watched like. I watched Matt James season, and then I watched that was a Katie, tough watch. Katie, whatever, and then like the Bachelor oh, Paradise after that. So those are like really the only ones that I've watched. But remember Kit? I think it. Oh Kit, yeah, I like, still was, follow her on like. She was like twenty or twenty one when she went on. She's like, I'm looking to find love. 
Like, it's just tough out there. And I'm like, you haven't even been out there. You're 21. I've been nowhere, actually. Um, you've only hooked up with frat boys. Like, it is just, yeah. like, watching the 23-year-olds this season, I'm like, what I... Like, I would have been publicly humiliated. Like, maybe I am just as immature as them, and I probably am. I don't know. But I just... I'm loving this season. I guess I will talk about it, because when this comes out, like, it'll be, like, a few days from now. I'm loving Maria. I still think Daisy is a shot at the end. I really don't know what's going to happen. This is kind of the first season where... Number one, Joey, the Bachelor, really doesn't have, like, a set type. So you can't really tell, like, this is the first time where I feel like he's pretty, like, equally, he's feeling pretty equal about all of these, like, girls. And I have... How many are left? They're going into hometowns, so, like, four. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm doing really bad in my Bachelor bracket, and I have Daisy going all the way. But I'm starting to become unsure because he just seems to equally like all of these women. And I have, this is the first time where I've legitimately no idea what's going to happen. That's crazy. Cause I feel like there's always, I mean, I also, when I watched, I got way too invested. Like when Katie was on and she let Greg go home. Oh, I love, I still follow Greg. And he's, and he's dating, what's his, what's her name though? Yeah, he's so cute and he's like, seems happy now. But when she's told Greg to go home, I was like, what are you doing? And then no, she ended yeah. up with Blake. Then uh, they. Oh, that was the up. most embarrassing of it all. Then she got with John or whatever, who was like eliminated after week two. She eliminated him. And then there were rumors that she was back with Blake again. And I was like, I, I never can't. liked Katie. Yeah, I don't. I think I liked her when she was on Matt's season at the beginning. But then when she was a bachelorette, I was not, she was, not a fan. Yeah. Personally, I don't think she was good to bachelorette. Yes, we can jump right in. Yeah, so this week we're going to get a little bit more serious since we've been kind of just talking about random things. And we're going to talk about anxiety and what it means to be in your 20s and have anxiety in your 20s. Our moms are together right now. No, our moms are at Madonna right now. Our Our moms moms are are literally going to Madonna. Right now. My mom asked me if I wanted to go and I was like, mom, I have to record the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. I I haven't been feeling so great. So I was like, I need to not go to a concert. They're drinking champagne at the moment. They're all in a hotel room, so I'm texting her. Kathy sent Jenna a selfie. We are podcasting. <laughs> um. Okay. Anyway, we're gonna talk about anxiety today. Yes. And what it means to be in your twenties and just like have the overall anxiety of being in your twenties. And you know, we're probably not gonna have any solutions, so don't tune in oh, thinking yeah, we're gonna no. give you advice. Um, we're and this and and we've never claimed to be an advice podcast. No, but just want to make that clear. This is not meant to make anyone feel better, except for maybe us. So one thing I feel like is also, I guess, just a preface, um, because we had talked about it before, that I have legitimate anxiety, like diagnosed. I'm sure a lot of people like 
could be diagnosed with anxiety. Um, I actually have anxiety to work through. I get panic attacks. It's not fun. I will say that it comes in waves for me. And one thing that was difficult was it's like graduating high school I was like I am so excited to leave I can't wait for college I'm excited to like meet new people not be around these same people like I'm ready to go and I was just excited didn't shed a tear at graduation I was like get me out of here I'm so excited I feel like I'm someone that really enjoys change so when it came to graduating college and I was just like pretty distraught my senior year yeah senior year it was a lot it was emotionally a lot I used to get panic attacks while I was a gymnast gymnastics is emotionally tolling and I'll kind of leave it at that but um I would get panic attacks pretty regularly senior year to the point where like the only way for me to like be able to breathe again is if I was like vomiting and I'd have to vomit like immediately like I have to pull over on the side of the road because I'm about to have a panic attack and I need to vomit right now and I was having I was like applying for grad schools my classes were really hard it felt like like I didn't know if all the work I had put in during college was going to be enough for grad school I was trying to take the GMAT I was trying to like mentally come to terms with the fact that like I actually didn't like I was ready for college in a sense to be over but I didn't want to leave my friends oh yeah because for once I was like I actually really really love these people and enjoy being around them and I don't want to leave them so like I don't know how to deal with this feeling because before when I graduated high school I hated these people I was ready to go yeah. So that was like that was really difficult. I feel like that was my first like we're entering our 20s and this is like things are happening, things are changing and I don't know what to I don't know how to feel about this. I don't know how to deal with it. I had a similar experience but when I graduated high school because I graduated eighth grade after nine years of Catholic school and I was the same I was like did not shed a tear yeah I can't stand this place anymore I didn't like hate my classmates but there was a lot of changes to like the administration at the end of when I was there and I was like this is I'm out like I don't care and then high school graduation I was actually like a mess because I was you know I was like oh my god I like went to public high school I actually like made new friends and like enjoyed myself at school and like four years in comparison to nine years felt like nothing and then went to college and like I would like to think that I'm good with change like that's what I I would like to think but as I get older I realize that I'm actually not because graduated high school went to college in literal paradise you could say like in Santa Barbara and I was like at my orientation I was like telling my mom I was like I I'm not going here like this is like in the middle of summer before I'm supposed to start school with the orientation like I'm already signed up like I already have a dorm like you know and I'm like I'm not going I'm gonna go home and go to community college and we're like having this conversation like 
on the beach, like at sunset. And I'm telling my mom, I hate it here. I'm not going. And now I just look back on that and laugh. But then I think like in college for me, the like legitimate, because I think in high school, I was so busy all the time, but I liked it. I was playing sports. I did theater. I did journalism. I had friends, you know, in many different groups. I was busy, but I loved it. If I wasn't busy, I was like, something's wrong. And so then I tried to like keep that going into college and then COVID hit at the like halfway through my freshman year. And then that's when I was like, I don't know how to function unless I'm like doing something all the time. And I just wasn't. Mm -hmm. And so that whole like end of freshman year, all of sophomore year was really when I like, you know, feel like I learned what anxiety was. Yeah. And like actually really experienced it for the first time. I mean, not to mention it's like we had a presidential election that year that was very yeah. anxiety inducing. Yeah. I had gotten dumped. We were on Zoom for school. Like yeah. it was just a lot. So yeah. And yeah, and like even, you know, then I came to love college, didn't want to leave. And then like the mm-hmm. first couple months of my job here, I was like, I hate it you know, and now I'm actually starting to enjoy it, but yeah, I don't think I'm good with change. Mm. Needless to say. I feel like the one thing that I learned about myself, especially over the pandemic is that what is happening, like not necessarily, necessarily like politically, but like in the world actually affects me. And I didn't Mm -hmm. know that it did. Unfortunately, the one night that I actually realized how much it affected me was the 4th of July, 2020. And I was like, because that was like George Floyd, everything was just happening. There was so many protests happening. I was realizing that like, I feel like it almost sounds silly because it, because it technically like nothing is directly affecting me, but something about everything that was happening in the world and there was a pandemic trump was president there's all of these like extremely like racial derogatory things happening in our like everyday life yeah, and all it, of a sudden. it felt like we had no control over anything yeah because i can understand like okay i don't have control over the election but then it was like trump is like a toddler with the button to the nuclear weapons and you're like he's liable to press it any day yeah and then all the riots like happening because of george floyd and yeah all of the things that came up with that like it was just like we have no control and then it was like the supreme court are we gonna our rights gonna be taken away it's just like being a woman all of a sudden was like scary yeah um and i feel feel like that was the first year where I realized that, like, everything that was happening in our world, like, emotionally affects me. I was, like, disgusted to be yeah. an American at that time. Like, what kind of third world country are we living in right now where people are getting murdered in the street? It is just absolutely insane. For better or for worse, we were all at home. So everyone was watching yeah. it. And I think a like, lot of good all things. day, every day. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I, don't I think know about your house, but my mom had CNN on 24 hours a day. Oh, yeah. Cause it was that, it was the election, it was the Supreme Court, it was like everything was happening. And I think 
with regards to the George Floyd movement, I think it was like there were some good things that came about from it happening at a time when everyone was at home staring at screens because, I mean, me personally, like, I feel like I became much more educated and aware on certain things. And that might not have necessarily happened if I was running around in seven different extracurricular activities. Yeah. So like, I think, you know, in the long term, but in the short term, actually being there in that moment and just like waking up every day and it's like, okay, go to the kitchen, go to the couch, go back to my room every single day. Oh, look, the world is a dumpster fire. Like that also made me feel like like we've had some like very monumental um world events happen since literally like the year we were born so it makes me feel like or it made me question or like have all of those events been affecting me without me even realizing like throughout my life because like as a baby we had like 9-11 there was like the full like housing crisis and economy crash of like 2008 we don't have to put this in but like my dad lost his job for like a full year oh, yeah. my dad was unemployed um my dad lost his job like six different times it felt like and I mean yeah. not in 2008 specifically but yeah so And it was that, and then there was, there's been several wars. There's been, like, you know, we had Osama Laden and, like, everything. It was just, like, a one thing after another. And then the second that we, like, come into our own and we're adults and we have this pandemic and we have this president that's, like, actively dividing the country. And then there's, like, a full insurrection. So it's just, like, how much more as <laughs> just people a lot. can we take? Yeah, I feel like every generation has their, like, historical world events that happen. Yeah. You know, our parents' generation, they had their set of wars. And, like, specifically our parents' like the zodiac killer was going around when they were kids i don't know i think every generation has like their challenges i think like covid was especially unique because it impacted everybody yeah like everybody no matter if you were an infant or you were 80 years old and our grandparents hadn't experienced that before versus like a bad president or a war or some sort of like socioeconomic yeah uprising it might be like oh this is what happened back in the whatever and you know but there wasn't there literally wasn't anyone alive who could be like oh remember in 1919 when we had like the plague right this is what we did so i think that was definitely a defining moment for everybody and like I know for me personally I look back on the times like the time of my life before COVID and it's so it's so different and I don't even know totally how to explain it but like you think about 2019 and 2018 and and I was having the time of my damn life and not only like just your life but just like being out and like doing things and like the fact that TikTok was 
on the up and up during COVID when again, everyone was inside looking at their phones. And now we all have this like new context. Now there's like social media influencers. There's a bajillion of them. Like it's the world is just so different. And it's like, you can kind of, in a lot of things, I feel like you can't really pinpoint a moment where the world changed, but like this, I feel like you can very much totally. And I don't know about UCSB, but like my college, the, the party culture, like even once things like open back up, it was so, it is, it was still like a different vibe than it was pre COVID. Um, yeah, I was a freshman, so I kind of like I I went out, but I didn't really have like a grasp on what the vibe was okay. necessarily. So for me, I don't know. It felt like people were just like post COVID a little bit more inclined to like like everyone got used to just like being in there, like partying with their little group, drinking with yeah. Their group. I actually yeah, I do feel that though. And then like there was of course like you know, bigger parties, like, here and there, but I feel like there was way more, like, massive parties where, like, everyone was, like, gravitating towards, you know, you'd cycle through, like, the big houses in the night, you're seeing everyone, but I feel like there was a lot less of that, even though there was still bigger parties, it just, like, it wasn't the same, there wasn't as much of it, and everyone kind of, like, wanted that, and crave that I'm sure like now in college like every it is all back to that but it it was um I don't know it was very weird I remember distinctly in like April of 2021 I think it was May of 2021 and everyone was starting to get vaccinated and I went to my first party in like you know a year and a half And I remember the feeling and it was like, it was kind of a weird feeling of like, oh, we just picked up where we left off. And, you know, I don't know what other people were feeling, but it, it just felt like, okay, we're, we're having a party. And Isla Vista specifically, like people from Harvard came to Isla Vista and rented houses, which has now turned into like this huge housing crisis. And then they so they were partying on the beach in Isla Vista, but doing their online school for Harvard, yeah, like, during I, the I year. I forgot, like, things like that were happening. So there was definitely, like, parties going on. It, it wasn't, like, the crazy rager yeah. that it can be on a Friday night with the streets, like, flooded with people, but right. there was people doing things. And I think for me personally, I did get used to, like, being a homebody, and I feel like I'm so much more a homebody now than I was before because I'm just like oh I got used to it and I got used to like making my home environment enjoyable right I kind of had a unique experience because I went to a state I went to school in a state that didn't particularly close um, very much while there were restrictions a lot of people weren't following them bars were open you know they would cap it at a certain amount of people and there definitely wasn't like a ton of people in there but like bars were open restaurants were open so I feel like my life specifically didn't shut down it just slowed down that was really good for me because 
I remember like being isolated in high school that like I I love being around people and I am an extrovert in that way and I like being around people being able to like feel the energy of everyone else and even if I'm just sitting in a room with people I like being around people so I feel like it would have been really really difficult for me to be completely like shut down isolated it's very weird because I'm like grateful for the fact that it wasn't like fully shut down do I agree with it no but it's like I think for my mental health it was the best and unfortunately I have had COVID three times and I've you know that sucks two of them actually have been well I was in San Francisco so I don't really know what that means but more there's more people here yeah one was a night out in the marina and the other one was during outside lands oh I remember this year so um outside lands this year actually was the first like really big thing that I've done since COVID I don't know if I had been to a concert yet since COVID happened and I love concerts I will spend like any amount of money on concerts I that was kind of like my first big event with like that many people and it was it was very very cool to kind of like re-experience that I don't know I love being around like all of those people and like the there's like a term for it like the term you feel when you like when you're in like this big crowd of people and like everyone is having this like euphoric like happiness feeling and that's such a stupid fucking phrase and sentence because it sounds ridiculous but I love it well there's a thing where when there's like an audience together like whether it's like a concert or like a play or like something yeah and everybody's heartbeats like sync up or like like their breathing patterns sync up so you're like kind of like universally it's like electric like it's it's pretty cool (laughs) it's like electric it's like so crazy (laughs) it is so cool and 10 out of 10 recommend i hope our moms feel that tonight at madonna yeah i know i bet they're going to yeah i don't know we kind of really got off topic from anxiety yeah we kind of did so i guess kind of like moving forward thinking about like the rest of our 20s because I'm I'm now approaching 24 and that's very weird um because you're like really in your your mid-20s now 23 was the first year in my 20s that felt real because 20 it's just like okay you're you're basically still like a teenager but you're like officially in your 20s then you're 21 you're like excited to drink 22 you're kind of like still in college but it doesn't feel real 23 is like okay you're now like entering something okay wait what's today the 27th I am 26 days away from being 23 and it's weird but I loved 23 so far I hope 23 is good it is I love twenty a lot. Twenty-two was a lot for me as well. But twenty-four is like especially weird because I'll be graduating with an MBA and then a week later I turn twenty-four. That's crazy. And most twenty-four year olds don't have an MBA. That has come with its own set of challenges. 
because I'm underqualified for MBA jobs and overqualified for jobs that are right out of undergrad. But it's kind of the first year that like my actual life is starting because I'm not going to be a student. I need a real job. Like this is kind of the the first couple years that like I had a job throughout college. I I paid for my like rent and utilities and stuff, but like my parents would like help me out like if I couldn't pay a bill or like Yeah, you my weren't car like depending on like yourself. That. Yeah. But grad school, like I live fully on loans. My parents still obviously like help send me money or whatever. Um if I like need it. Like especially this year like I I have a job. I live off loans. I pretty much like financially support myself by the government's money. Um but next year is the first year that I have to like or I guess this year in a few months is the first time in my life that like like it's all me. It's just it's me. I've got no like FAFSA isn't here to help me. I'm starting my real life and it's very very weird and um it makes me think about like the rest of my 20s yeah I it feels like like, it feels like you're like I know it sounds ridiculous to anyone that's older than 20s to be like it feels like our life is like over because that's not how I feel but I feel like I do say that phrase a lot like I get really freaked out a lot by the reality that it's harder and harder as you get older to pivot and change what you Mm -hmm. do or like change your life like you know, we could pick up our lives and like move anywhere we wanted to because it's not like we're married with kids yet. But in terms of like having an education, like, you know, because I got a theater degree. So I've really had these existential moments of like, why didn't I study something else that I could like change what I want to do? At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what your degree is in. You know, it's like, are you a hard worker and stuff? But it's like, then like what you were saying with like having enough experience where you're like, well, if I wanted to change career paths, I'd have to start somewhere that I've already surpassed in this other field. Yeah. And I'm like overqualified for these things, but underqualified for these things. So that's something that I think about a lot. The theater industry isn't, isn't the most, you know, financially abundant industry so mm-hmm. I'm like okay what if I want to make more money what can I do the timeline I had for my life in co- or in high school where I was like I want to be engaged by this age and I want to have kids by yeah, this the age perspective I'm like is all off I'm like that's it I wanted to have like two kids from three years from now so oh, I should God. already be like basically about to get married what the fuck was I talking about yeah like, what was I talking about? But also, like, you're 16. Time and life d- makes no sense. Like, high school felt like it was it was four years, but it felt longer than four years. Like, it just kept going, at least to me. And when you're 16, you're only four years away from being 12. Versus, like, when you're and 24. four years away from being 20. So it's just, like, you're it's right. so weird. Right. That is really weird. And then, like, at 24... You're four years away from being 20, but you're also four years away from being 28. And then it's like you're 30. Then yeah. What? And then what do you do? I don't know. But it seems like everyone is really having a great time in their 30s. So it's just like. Yeah. I'm very excited for the rest of my 20s. Like, even though 
anxiety for me, unfortunately, as the the years go on, it it's getting worse. <laughs> My life, I feel like, will get better and better. No, I was just going to say, like, the anxieties that I have, like, are because I'm setting myself up for, like, potentially something that's, like, high stress and high level that will, like, pay off really well. So I think it's good that I have anxiety about it. I just wish that I, I didn't have to have anxiety about it. Um, and it's all, yeah. like, exciting. Everything's exactly. exciting. Because you're, like, living on your own. That's so exciting. Like, yeah. I – my dwelling that I live in right now, we don't even have a living room. Like, I – want my own apartment where I can like decorate it how I want to decorate it and I can like sit on the couch with a glass of wine and watch tv and not feel like I'm in a dorm again being more financially independent and like all that stuff is exciting it's like also comes with stress but it's exciting but like nobody nobody gives you a manual of what you're supposed to do once you graduate you're in middle school okay the next thing is high school okay it's you're in DIY high school, like, that yeah exactly <laughs> it's like you're in high school next thing you go to college and then you graduate college and it's like you can keep going to college but you eventually like you're gonna have to you're gonna have to grow up right and it's I don't know it's really trippy and it's really crazy and I do in a lot of ways feel like a kid again in the sense that I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. When you're in college, you just like think you know everything and you think you're an adult, but you're like kind of, you're in like a trial run for adulthood. Yeah, and you're now, so like, not an adult in college. No. Like not even and a now, close. No. And now I'm like, oh, now I know what I don't know. And so I'm scared again. Versus in college, you yeah. kind of have that like ignorance of like, oh, I have, I think that I know everything and I don't know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's, um, I don't know, getting older is very weird because things just become more real. And then, you know, I have all of these other like thoughts of like, well, I haven't really had like a real like adult relationship yet. And like, I'm about to be 24 and like, but so many people haven't. I don't even feel like I'm in an adult relationship. Like, I'm just a teenage girl, you know? <laughs> aren't we all? Like, aren't we all? I feel like that's also, like, a part of COVID. Sometimes I still feel 19. Yeah. Like, low-key, I peaked at 19. <laughs> and I was having... I, was, I loved being 19. That was my favorite age ever. I hated being 19. Oh, my God. I couldn't get enough of it. I think 20 and 21 were... The best ones. 22 was, hasn't been bad, but 19 was so, so fun. Everyone loved <laughs> me. I had all these friends. I was just no hangovers. 23, I will say, I really enjoyed. And think three. about like one of my like little joys that I've come to have as like not a freshly 21 year old. Like, you know, I'm mm-hmm. almost 23. So, you know, you you go out and about. Yeah, I don't I don't want to go to a pregame and pound shots. Oh, I want to go to a craft cocktail bar. I want both of those things. Like I'll do a shot at the bar or like a shot at the pregame, but like a pregame, I'm like, let's play some Rage Cage. Give me the seltzer. Oh, I love a Rage Give me the cage. beer. I agree. And, but I also, I'm asked, like, can we do six shots of Fireball? 
that was me my junior year of college. And I was like, tequila and fireball, let's do it. We're running back fireball as a friend group. We've brought it back culturally. I've seen many TikToks of girls that are like 26, 27, and they're like, I got my second wind. If you're like oh. 22 and you're sitting at home right now and you feel like your 20s are over, like, don't worry. Like, you will get a second wind. So Good I'm waiting know. for my second wind. You know what? My classmates, I realized that there's a second, there might even be a third wind because some of these people are, I've seen them be sloppy toppy and they've got kids. Business school really like you, it, it reverts, it, it brings the people back, brings the people back. I love that. Yeah. I love that. So I just mean like, you know, I actually enjoy having wine by myself. First, like, oh, me you're, too. You're 19, 20, 21. Let me tell you like, about the bliss of being living alone as a single woman at 23 years old. I walk a block to my local wine bar. Sometimes I'll even bring a book if I'm feeling I love like that. that. This wine bar is candle lit. I'll go sit on a couch. I'll have a couple glasses of wine. Sometimes the manager will like bring me like truffles or something. <laughs> and I just have a nice little time. And I go sit there once or twice a week. And I just have a couple glasses of wine. And just like going to a restaurant and ordering a cocktail with your food or like oh wine with your food. It's it's, great. I love it. I'm obsessed. Great. <laughs> we have a friend group of four. Jack and I are the main two people that drink wine. Mitch and Peyton are not as into wine as we are. So Jack and I just order a bottle, split the bottle of a nice red That's wine, amazing. and we just sip away and just chat. Just chat for hours. The four of us are just at dinner, just sipping. And it is so lovely. And you know what? That is what I want to spend my money on. For the rest of my 20s, I want to have enough money to go out to dinner with my friends and have little drinks or just go out for drinks and appetizers because I love doing that too. Now, my favorite thing is going out to dinner and ordering a bunch of little plates. Oh, me too. With a bottle tapas. of wine or with Give me cocktails. a tapas bar. Give me a fucking tapas bar and I'm there. Bar. When people ask me what my hobby is, I'm not joking. I'm like, I want to go to dinner with my friends. That yeah, is my that's hobby. A hobby. Going that's out a hobby. to dinner with my friends, walking to my local restaurant and going to dinner with my friends. That's a hobby. People and then you come back a little tipsy and then guess what? Hobby. You get to go to bed. Then you get to go to bed after. No, if bird watching is a hobby, then oh, walking to the wine girl. bar with a book is definitely a hobby. That's and that's a much better hobby. That has some character yeah. to it. Yeah. Like oh, I love being a girl in her twenties. It's so lovely. Like when someone asks you, like, what do you do outside of work? You're like, I go to Thomas I, I dinner and wine. I dinner yeah. and wine. I dine. Like, leave me alone. Yeah. I know. I want to become like a food influencer, but not oh, like a too. oh, here's like healthy recipes under $50 kind of food influencer like no I don't want a food influencer like on the vein of like a food critic where restaurants will ask you to come to their restaurant comp your whole meal and like make a video that is my dream so 
You've when I moved to New York, I'm getting on that grind. I'm telling you, the East Coast is calling. Well, there's our anxiety episode, everyone. Yeah. Covered a lot of topics. Not sure what that was about, but you know what? It, it was a good one. reduced my anxiety that I had. No, I'm feeling really good. At work today. So, there we go. I'm feeling really good about this. I not only had therapy this morning... Before I had this, I'm just like I'm. I'm on a roll. You're thriving. Yeah. Shout out again to Jenna's college friends and any of my friends that are listening. Stands. Um, we love you. We love you guys. Have a great rest of your week. Have a great rest of your week, and we'll be back next week, whatever that means. Yeah, I don't know, but it's gonna be fun. I don't know what we're gonna talk about yet, but I can't wait. Mm -hmm.